Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast deals with discrimination, homophobia, suicide, and crimes against men and children. Please listen at your own discretion. If you are affected by any of the themes featured in this episode, please contact your local support charity. The idea was um, that he was murdered to get rid of him because he was going to give information at, at the trial. I asked to, uh, well, directly to go and interview his butler um, about uh, any strange goings on in the commissioner's house. Uh, but the speculation went on and on and on and on. And that led to the suspicions that things weren't as they should have been. And therefore, the police failings in the um, investigation of the suicide were highlighted and all the, the things they hadn't done um, came back to haunt them. Um, what was behind that, I, to this day, I don't know. Catching Worms, a Hong Kong true crime podcast. A suicide had turned into a scandal. John McLennan, a 29-year-old police officer, had been found dead in his police quarters in Ho Mantin. The police, moments from arresting John for committing illegal same-sex acts, acts that could have resulted in a life sentence. It wasn't illegal to be a homosexual per se, but the acts um, uh, were highly illegal. These accusations coming from historic laws against all forms of homosexuality and a specialist unit set up to selectively remove the perpetrators from Hong Kong society. The press had begun to theorise all sorts of ways that this man could have been murdered. But more headline-grabbing than the method was the motive. It was quite clear evidence that he he committed suicide. But um, to this day, um, there's still those beliefs absolutely that he was murdered can you give any rationale for why it could not have been suicide was there was this was there motive um well the the uh, the, the the conspiracy theorist says of course there were motives that he was killed uh, um because he was going to uh, mention about uh, all kinds of judges and senior people in the government who were homosexuals and implicate them, blah, 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 all this kind of thing. 
Why would anyone want John McLennan dead? What secrets did they want to silence? Murdered because he knew of lots of homosexuals in the government and uh, he was murdered because he might uh, open his mouth and uh, bring down people together with him and uh, all these so all these conspiracy theories that we've that we've seen many over the years. Uh, but the speculation went on and on and on and on. Questions asked in Parliament. Uh, there was all kinds of homosexual rights groups jumped on the bandwagon, and it, it was in their minds it was a it was a murder. Uh, it wasn't a suicide. No matter what the evidence was, they they they, they screamed murder. Detective Nori McKillop had been seconded to the specialist unit, the SIU a unit set up to investigate allegations brought against these senior people in government. If anyone had a list of people to expose, it was the SIU. But knowing who was on that list, was that a motive for murder? The idea was um, that he was murdered to get rid of him because he was going to give information at, at the trial. So what did John know? Did he have information to die for? And it would have... Um, blackened the name or incriminated uh, the commissioner of police, who was by that stage Roy Henry, because he did know that Roy Henry was gay because he had been working for a time in Special Branch and had seen Roy Henry's name on a file list uh, with one other policeman's name. He didn't see anything in the files, but he'd seen the names, so he knew that. And the theory behind the people who alleged that it was a murder is that that was a sufficient motive for someone to want to kill him, um, to get him out of the way and not to give that information out. This is Roy Henry, the police commissioner who had fired John outright after the Ewan Long allegation. The theory being that John, on the morning of his death, was about to be arrested for homosexual acts. Yet he knew the man at the top was himself gay and therefore could use this knowledge to expose Roy Henry and fight back. So did the police commissioner believe this man had to be got rid of? Nora McKillop is reading over a section on the case from Kate Whitehead's book, Hong Kong Murders, when he remembers something. There was plans to highlight the hypocrisy surrounding the McLennan case by exposing the police commissioner as a homosexual, but Justice Yang who later became the Attorney General, put a stop to that and he refused to allow anyone to ask the Commissioner personal questions. Uh, well, that's rather strange because I was asked when I was in SIU as a young Chief Inspector, I was not asked, I was, I was directed, not by Bob Brooks or by uh, Mick Quinn, but I was directed by the then... Uh, director of Criminal Investigation, uh, to conduct an investigation into the Commissioner of Police. So, um, which I did because I was under direct orders. So there I am as a young Chief Inspector investigating the Chief of Police, um, Roy Henry, who was a, who was a very popular um, uh, Commissioner of Police in Hong Kong, very, very professional man. Um, he was all, it was rumoured uh, that he was homosexual. He was not an overt homosexual. He was a very, very good leader, respected by everyone in the police forces, as far as I'm concerned. But there I was as a young chief inspector, 
asked to, uh, or directed, to go and interview his butler um, about uh, any strange goings-on in the commissioner's house. took a statement from the butler in the house, um, and um, the point of it, really, I don't know, because uh, the statement was quite clear. Yes, um, there was sometimes some young men in the house and coming and going here and there, but the butler didn't know what was going on and who was, what was going on in private with these young men, etc. And that was the end of it. So I took the statement. Uh, I, I was never directed to interview the commissioner because that would have been ridiculous. So the SIU knew about Roy Henry. And in fact, it seemed so did most of the people moving in these circles. So would John McLennan really be exposing some big secret? Why was it so important to keep Roy Henry's sexual preferences under wraps that a hitman would have climbed into John McLennan's flat early in the morning, forced John to write a suicide note before shooting him five times just to silence him? This motive does not ring true for Nigel. And I don't believe the motive either because... uh... Most people in Hong Kong of any note knew that Roy Henry was gay and that wasn't going to harm a fly. Um, He was actually quite flamboyant himself at times. So the motive was wrong and the method was very unlikely to me. But then again, uh, um, Roy Henry was a a homosexual, but so what? Um, He was a very well-respected, one one of the best commissioners, I believe, that they ever had in, in the Hong Kong police. And it was probably common knowledge that he was a homosexual. Um, but, but then so what? <laughs> but somebody was interested in Roy Henry. Uh, he wasn't committing offences, but, um, but who directed the, the, the director of criminal investigation uh, to... Who was, who was a good man, by the way, uh, Paddy Clancy, um, who then directed me to go and take a statement. Um, what was behind that? I, to this day, I don't know. Who was doing what and why? What was the rationale for all this? I, I, I Still, to this day, I, I don't understand. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Detective Nora McKillop sits in a funny place in this investigation. Let's go back in time for a moment here. Anyway, I was seconded, I think it was from Homicide Bureau. For some reason, I was seconded to this uh, special investigation unit uh, which had been set up. Norrie had been seconded to the team that were first tasked with investigating his friend, John McLennan. It was like he'd been invited into the SIU's house, but seemed to have been left in the hallway. I never ever saw the the orders setting this unit up or why it was set up or what was its particular focus, other than the focus was on homosexuals. Like he was aware that there might have been whispers and muffled conversations going on behind closed doors. Investigations had been going on for months and they still didn't have a case against John. You were getting to a point where you were going to in- arrest John. Yet at this stage, yeah. you still hadn't, you, you personally hadn't seen the evidence for the arrest, it sounds like. No, I hadn't seen any clear evidence that arresting for what? You know, who was the complainant? Was there someone complaining that he had. Uh, committed uh, an act of gross indecency or raped them or I, I hadn't seen any any complaint against John if you see what I mean I hadn't seen any I hadn't seen any victim I asked Nori if there was no reason to arrest John what did he think if anything the SIU should have done should have been interviewed um, certain things put to him uh, more as a human HR sort of interview rather than a criminal investigation. And uh, if possible, get him out as, as before he embarrasses himself for the police force. If there's no clear evidence of uh, uh, criminal activity, then perhaps a resignation and uh, get him out as quickly as possible. That would have been a plan. But I never heard any such plan being discussed. So the SIU had no cause to arrest him. No plan for what to do when they did arrest him. So behind closed doors in the SIU, could there have been another conversation going on? Another plan for John McLennan? So was there a working theory that the officers that had gone in to arrest him might have killed him? Yes. Working theory? Yeah, there was was direct... Yeah, yes, that was part of the conspiracy themes going around that they, they were McLennan was killed by SIU. Yeah, these kind of allegations were rampant. Um, there was pretty, quest- pretty serious for you. For me, I wasn't concerned about it at all because I, <laughs> I was not concerned at all. Norrie was not concerned because to him the evidence was clear, and not only that, they had a witness to back it up. The, uh, the woman who was the, the, the caretaker bringing the skeleton key, which didn't open the door. I mean, she was, she was a third party, completely 
nothing to do with Brooks or Jack Trotman, the superintendent, or, or Mick Quinn, who were there. But she was a third party. And she gave evidence that the, the, the place was locked from the inside. The skeleton key wouldn't open the door. Um, so she, it's unlikely she would be involved in the conspiracy. But of course, conspiracy theorists would would um, would throw her in as being part of the conspiracy as well. Ah, but you don't know. Maybe Mick Quinn had an affair with this woman or whatever. So these theories and allegations got louder and louder and louder. No paper would let it rest. New articles were appearing every day. And the fact that John McLennan was murdered and it was a cover-up, blah, blah, blah. And this went on for months and months and months and reached such a crescendo that the government decided to appoint a commission of inquiry and appoint a high high court judge. They brought in in so-called private inspectors, uh, private investigators to to invest to reinvestigate the John McLennan's death. And what do you think they were looking for? They were looking for I don't know. They they were looking for to see if there's any evidence of the conspiracies that were being alleged. Evidence of him having been murdered by any one of us or in such a conspiracy to murder or any of these things or uh, I don't think even the investigators who were from the UK even clearly understood what they were supposed to be investigating. Because when they questioned me, they didn't seem to really understand. They had no question planned. They didn't. They didn't accuse me of any anything. Um, they just basically asked me if I would be an informer on the others. I had nothing to inform. <laughs> It was all rather silly, actually, or rather tragic. So a new team of investigators were brought in, and as Nigel puts it... And that led to the suspicions that things weren't as they should have been, and therefore the police failings in the um, investigation of the suicide were highlighted and all the the things they hadn't done um, came back to haunt them. The crime scene, trampled over by 29 people. Photographs taken after things had been moved not dusting the entire room for prints, never confirming it was John who had fired the gun, or in which order the bullets hit. Was the SIU trying to cover something up? Or was that the whole reason the SIU existed in the first place? Did you ever think that the reason that they set up the department, the investigation, was to cover to cover up to cover people's stories. To cover up. Yeah, so it, they wanted to find out who was committing the homosexual acts, so that if there were people found in high levels of government, that there was the ability to cover that up. Could be. There might have been. I wouldn't put it past. Uh, you know, I, I, as I said, my background would be in homicide and and dealing with uh, other more normal crimes. Um, 
I, I was kind of confused why I was there and what, what this unit was all about. So it, it could well be. I can't discount that, that there was some some ulterior motive for the setting up of the unit. But the, the, the real reasons were never, the, the reasons were never um, discussed with me. Does it seem like a mystery to you then? Yes. Um, why the unit was set up, what was its clear purpose? Uh, in terms of policing or uh, in terms of benefit for you know, law and order in Hong Kong. Um, there was some vague notion of some home and turn, as they called it, uh, you know, creeping into government where the homosexuals were becoming too powerful, this kind of uh, vague talk. Um, and there was interviews with people like Fulton and uh, a few others who were um, obviously pointing fingers in the homosexual uh, world but all very very vague next time on Catching Worms police needed now to show that he wasn't a good police officer. Why should a special unit be set up to investigate homosexual-related crimes? But um, having sex with um, post-pubescent boys of their sort of 15, 16-year-old um, age um, was pretty normal. Some sort of cabal of uh, underworld homosexuals that silenced John. Somebody who was involved in procuring young boys for the high priced in Hong Kong. Something ulterior happened there. This has been a Create podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a five star rating. It helps others to find us. You can follow us on Instagram at CatchingWormsHK. With special thanks to Nigel Collett, author of A Death in Hong Kong, Detective Nori McKillop, and Detective Superintendent Ian Grant. And thank you for listening. Catching Worms. Jok Chong. This term means to get yourself into trouble causing unnecessary difficulties. It may seem like an odd phrase, but this slang is often used as an abbreviation of the full saying Jok Chong Yap Si Fat. That involves putting said worms up your rear end, which to anyone's imagination definitely spells trouble indeed. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com